0: Hello and welcome again to Strider's Guerrilla Squadcast. Thank you for being here today and I'd like to introduce you to a new episode of My Name James. Today we will be covering something very, very interesting. There's been a new development in today's episode and I thank you for tuning in. Well, without further ado, let's get right into it my name james episode three heated it's dark below freezing and silent we are in an abandoned factory our friend known as pirate ran off into the darkness of the structure audibly disappearing Holy hell, says Brandon. Paper, the more timid of our group, though not so at other times, says, It's time to go. As myself and Brandon start shouting to find where Pirate had disappeared off to, we heard a loud bang. What the fuck was that? I sharply ask. And through the muttering of our group, the cold biting me as I spoke after lowering my mask, it was pain. No answer. Brandon and Paper were silent, which was especially interesting in the case of Brandon. See, Brandon has always been very... direct? For instance, the reason we're friends to begin with is the simple fact that in high school... This dude walked up to me not knowing me whatsoever and told me some very profound facts about his grandfather. <laughs> if you know, you know. Shortly after that, we kind of remained friends for a while. Based on just the sheer entertainment factor, I mean, the guy is chaos, right? But but in a good way. And on the other side of him, there's some very good... Emotional knowledge. So, our friendship has value in my adult life as well. Anyway, at this time, back to 2019, we all pushed forward in the hollow darkness to find our friend. After an hour of searching through dangerous, crippled structures, empty, frozen-over stairwells, and calling... Texting and yelling, we decided to call it and leave. Now, before you get all carried away with that and say I'm a shitty friend, let me explain. We couldn't call the police to help because we'd be telling on ourselves for trespassing anyway. So, we all leaned in the side of frightened and skeptical. He'd be fine. Not the greatest move, I admit. But dude showed up the next day while we were all chilling at Brandon's and we were all surprised but not shocked. (sighs) You see, Pirate was really into pranks. But not just pranks. He's also into jackass. Yes, I mean jackass the movie and the shows and counterculture in general. We all figured he was fucking with us anyway. Hence why we all left that night. Boy Who Cried Wolf-type shit. How could you guys just leave me there like that? I thought we were friends, Pirate says. Because you're always screwing around, trying to get me or get a rise out of people, you fucking dick. This isn't the first time you've done this. We're all tired of this shit, dude. I obviously was pissed off about this. Brandon decided to pitch in as well with a more reassuring approach. Listen, pirate, man, James is just upset that you got him worried about you. It's kind of funny, but not always. Love you, buddy. Pirate returns the affection and they hug. And they lived happily ever after. Nah, but uh, seriously, I was I was angry, big angry, big fucking angry. <laughs> A few weeks pass. An event that pushed myself and the Oogies far away called The Great Anal Fisher happens. <clears throat> Pardon me. And the casualties of this event were high. Paper, Pirate, and many others dissolve into the pages and chapters of this 100% real story I'm reading to you. Did I mention all of these events 100% happened? Just so we're clear. Years pass. A more mature James, now 26, living in a very far place from where these events supposedly happened. I take off my headphones and get up from my chair, turning away from my laptop. Turn back around and close it. I then move out to the balcony and look at the stars for a good 30 minutes. I begin to remember the times we had back then. The air is cold. It's December. I crank up my lo-fi Christmas jams on the TV and enjoy a steamy hot cocoa in mine and my partner's cozy apartment. The lights from our little Christmas tree light the room just barely. My darling crackhead cat attempts to kick the living shit out of our little fake Christmas tree. Getting some form of revenge from one of her past eight lives. Sounds like a great place to close out, right? Well, let me just tell you. If only you knew this was a life of mine in just one particular reality. See? This is my world, and I live in it now. But the James Who story I've been telling, well, let's just say his story doesn't end there. No, no, it's only just beginning. Remember those strange events in 2019? Well, let's find out what happens next. January, 2019. I'm walking down the snow-covered hill to my job at Duncan, waiting to deal with a surprisingly slow day on the job. Considering the hordes of assholes that prioritize coffee over literally anything else, who usually are outside in the snowstorm waiting. As I keep walking, I notice a large circle of pavement with zero snow in the middle of the road. I stop and wipe my eyes to be sure I'm not losing my mind. Nope. I get closer. I crouch down, take my glove off, and touch the spot. Warm. Very warm. Okay. What the fuck is going on here? My imagination wandered. Aliens? Hollow Earth? No idea. Secret underground lab? Nah. No way. Come on. That's impossible. Not even possible. I decide to keep it moving and mind my goddamn business and get up and walk to my job. The day turned out pretty slow. Only about... Five customers in my five hour shift, one per hour, easy. But one thing kept stirring throughout my mind. What the hell was going on with that particular spot in this general area? I mean, that one night that hit 90 degrees in the middle of winter in the northeast. The weird thing? Surrounded by cops? The warm spot? What the hell is going on? I closed the shift, locked up, and immediately ran through the back lot of my job over to the warm spot, unchanged. This time I was determined. I tried to push down on it. Knock. Nothing. Zero movement. Then, I put my ear up to it. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Heavy machinery, clanking and shifting. And the faint sound of... Music? House music? I hear a little piano in there. I got up, looking astonished. I yelled, but no one heard. I didn't know what to do. Didn't know what to say. Again, not calling the cops. I scrambled and muttered to myself, trying to understand the concept there was something. someone, maybe? Down there? In the sewer? Nah, it sounded lower. There's no way. Maybe this was the explanation I was looking for. Maybe. maybe even had something to do with pirate? I caught a glimpse of a hooded figure around the corner of one of the nearby houses. Disappearing into the alley. Nothing seemed out of place, after all. Just a cold person walking home. But why? Why did I notice this person, I still thought. In the warm spot in the middle of the road. I was frankly surprised I wasn't splattered by a snowplow at this point. I needed to find out what this was all about. Who the hell would be down there? And what are they doing to this... This this sewer? This, this road? What are they doing to make this shit warm? Too many questions. I looked down at my watch. 6.30pm. Time to go. So I did. As I left I thought, well, let's hope this is here tomorrow. It was. Thank you for tuning in to the Gorilla Squad Cast. I am your host James Hodson, also known as Strider. Be sure to follow and subscribe or like To get more content from me like this, I've been doing this for some time now, and I'd like to thank you for stopping by and checking everything out. You can find me on Anchor and Spotify, and I'm looking to expand other platforms as well. I'm also on YouTube, and I'm also a Twitch streamer on Wednesdays and Sundays. Recently, I just got into some Halo Infinite, and it's pretty fun. So feel free to swing by and check it out. Anyway, thank you for stopping by. My name, James. And, uh, catch you later. Gorilla Squad.